You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The snap is good, the spot, the kick is airborne, and Matt Bryant wins the game with no time left. 34-32, Falcons win by two. Wow. Season over for the Bucks. Season over for the Falcons, who finished seven and nine. Tampa Bay falls to five and eleven. The Bucks finish in the cellar in the NFC South. Now made it official. Officially firing Dirk Cutter after three seasons, relieving him of his duties, and noting in the press release, which by the way, thanks Dirk for everything he's done, that Jason Light, the general manager, will now conduct the search. Determined to get back on track, and we're determined. To find that person that's going to lead us into those successful years. Arizona Cardinals coach Bruce Arians. That at this point is their target, and the interest is mutual. This is one that Arians would, of course, consider. He actually texted me a couple of days ago that because of his relationship with General Manager Jason Light, this would be one. Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Not a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl ring. You go to win the bitch. Last year, this football team didn't get it done. excuses then get it done let's go welcome back to the locked on bucks podcast i'm james yarko joined as always by david harrison and david no risk it no biscuit jason light is risking it all and here he comes the new head coach of the tampa bay buccaneers bruce arians we've been calling for it since everyone was on the Gruden train in November of 2017, and it's finally happened. And I'll tell you this, if anyone can get Jameis Winston to play to the level that we believe he is capable of, it is Bruce Arians. And if Bruce can't get Winston on track, it may be time to give up on Winston. That's how confident I am in his abilities. You've seen his work with Peyton Manning with Ben Roethlisberger, with Andrew Luck, with Carson Palmer. This was the guy. It had to be the guy, and the Bucks went out and got him. Every single Buccaneers fan out there right now should be thrilled because Bruce Arians is the kind of guy that is going to come in. He will fix the culture. He will fix the locker room. He will fix the team, and I, I know we've said it before, we've believed it before, but postseason play for the Buccaneers is not far away with Bruce Arians at the helm. James, I, I believe you coined it last year. Hashtag BA to the Bay. Yes, sir. Let, let me tell you something. If Kangle.com's website has not <laughs> crashed yet, uh, I would be incredibly amazed because I really want to see Raymond James Stadium just filled Filled to the brim uh, with Kangol hats. Uh, I'm sure the Arians Foundation is going to come out with a Buck style Kangol hat. I'm 
going to be on board, all on board uh, to get that as soon as as soon as it comes out. I've already got the money set aside for when that happens. Man, I mean, you know, listen, we, it, it kind of reminds me of that meme, right? You've seen the meme of the boyfriend holding his girlfriend's hand, and then there's another yeah, woman who walks behind, and looks back girl. at her, right? Yeah. Like last season, a lot of speculation, right? Dirt Cutter is or isn't going to get fired. John Gruden is or isn't going to come in. And you and I both are like, we understand the Gruden thing, you know, the nostalgia, the Super Bowl, you know, got it, you know, boom, baby, whatever, all of it. But we wanted either B.A. or Chris Richard. And then this offseason, it, it, you know, it, it had to happen. Dirt Cutter was let go. And two of the first names that come that surfaced, Bruce Arians, Chris Richard. You know, Eric Bannamy came up in there. And like we said in our last episode, uh, you know, our, our coaching search episode kind of gave him some props for, you know, being one of those surprise uh, candidates. And like we said, then any of those three guys would have made us happy. Right. But Bruce Arians is the only one that's going to make me add to my wardrobe. My wife says that I'm going to look absolutely ridiculous in a gangle hat. Well, get yep. ready because it's about to happen. And, and I'm telling you, as soon as it comes in my my Twitter, what is it called? AVI or whatever. The picture on my oh, Twitter. The AV? Account, yeah. Yeah. It's going to change to that. So if I can't pull it off, you're all about to have to see it. I'm probably gonna get some unfollows, but whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, we're we're is it is August yet? Like, I, I can't wait to really get down to. It. I can't wait to get to training camp. I can't wait to to see the press conferences. I mean, I'm probably gonna record honestly every single press conference that he does and just store it in my archives, you know, so that I can go back someday and watch it. Because uh, you talk about just an infectious personality um, from a leadership standpoint, from a television standpoint, from just the conversations. I mean, yeah. Uh, we'll have to get the uh, the bleep button ready, you know, because he uh, he doesn't he doesn't bite his tongue, which, no, is, he, which is great. No, he does not. No, and, and yeah, my my wife said the exact same thing. I, I showed her a picture of of the Kangle hat that I am ordering, and she just looks at me. And she goes, "You can't pull that off." Yeah. I said, "I can pull anything off, and I will wear the crap out of a red Kangle hat." Um, no, it's it's exciting. It really is. And like I said in our in our coaching search episode, there is there is some concern about the age. He's 66 years old. There's concern about the health uh, because he did leave Arizona due to health concerns. But again, if the health concerns were were that serious, if they were life threatening, if they were lingering, I don't think he throws his Kangle hat back in the ring to become a head coach again. This is something that he feels he can handle. His wife feels he can handle his doctors feel he can handle. Um, you know, and he was already traveling doing the commentary for CBS and all that. And, and it's one of those things where, you know, it, it could have been a one and done situation. Maybe there was some, uh, you know, cholesterol issues or blood pressure issues and, and they're under control. Now he's on, he's on medication or whatever the case may be. It's not something that we're, we're going to have Arians for two years and then think that he's going to be done. And not only that, but then the staff that he can bring with him. Yeah, obviously, it's all speculation right now, but the, where there's smoke, there's generally fire, just like there has been with this Arians talk from the, from the jump, that with Arians comes Todd Bowles as a defensive coordinator in Say what you will about Todd Bowles' time in New York as the head coach. He he may have just been in a little over his head, but when he was the defensive coordinator under Arians for the Arizona Cardinals, they were fantastic. You're talking about guys like Patrick Peterson and Tyron Matthew and Clayus Campbell, and, and they even brought in a well-over-the-hill Dwight Freeney who was still making impact plays. You know, this is this is what the the Buccaneers can can bring in now. And I do think that. Uh, Brentson Buckner is going to stay on as the defensive line coach. 
There was a report that dropped over the weekend that Arians and the Cardinals were trying to get Jason Pierre-Paul a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And so there's obviously still that interest there. And and now Arians gets to coach JPP, who he was hoping to before. But this is a slam dunk hire. I, I, I can't remember being this excited about a, a Buccaneers head coaching hire since really they traded for John Gruden. Again, no disrespect to past coaches or whatever, but this is uh, this is a great hire. And, you know, it, it, there's always a little bit of a feeling of putting the cart before the horse. You know, obviously simply right. having the Bruce Arians name, you know, on the on the placard of the head coach's office isn't going to bring another Lombardi to Tampa, but it's a step in the right direction. And it's an exciting step. Uh, and again, I mean, uh, you know, if, if fans were wanting a reason to really buy into to what the Buccaneers are, are hopefully potentially doing, it's this. And kind of like what you said, I mean, Bruce Arians is responsible for, you know, in part for Peyton Manning. I mean, Peyton Manning is one of, I mentioned on one of our previous episodes, right? I looked up a whole lot of stuff on Bruce Arians. And the more I found, the more I wanted to find. Uh, one, of the, one of the really kind of funny anecdotes that I found was during Arians' time with Peyton Manning, right? If you ask any NFL fan to name the most cerebral quarterbacks in the history of the league, Peyton Manning would be on that list, right? Oh, one of the, undoubtedly. One of the, yeah, one of the best quarterback minds to ever strap on the pads. When Peyton Manning was a young quarterback in Indianapolis, he was apparently so inside his own head that during pregames, you're talking like rookie year, second year, right? During pregames, Bruce Arians would go up to him and say, hey, kid, your elbow is too low on your passes. I want you to think about that. <laughs> while, while you're playing today. Or, hey kid, your front leg is, you know, is this, or your back foot's too crooked or whatever, whatever. He would go to Peyton Manning and literally <laughs> play mind games with him to keep him from swallowing himself whole inside of his own brain. So think about that. So the, the most cerebral quarterbacks ever play the game was getting played with in his own head by coach Arians. And then you look at Ben Roethlisberger turned Ben Roethlisberger from a game manager who won Super Bowl, who won, you know, made the playoffs, won Super Bowls on the back of a defense to a playmaker. And and not for nothing, but I mean Ben Roethlisberger hasn't been the same quarterback since Coach Arians left. He's he's been good, don't get me wrong, uh, as a quarterback. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Um <laughs> the only year the Cleveland Browns have made the playoffs since they returned to the NFL, Coach Arians was the offensive play caller. Carson Palmer, dead in the water, career's over, left Cincinnati, might as well left the league, right? Not so fast. Very good time in, in Arizona. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, how do you not get excited uh, about this guy? And if, if everybody wants to know, like, what is Coach Arians going to bring in, right? Again, I, I did a lot of, of reading into stories and stuff about him, right? What Coach Arians said when he left Arizona, when he, you know, when he retired out of, out of Arizona and left the Cardinals was, was this. He said, we built this program on three words, trust, loyalty, and respect. I told him, this is him speaking, right? I told our team last night when I was done, that I'm retiring and they lied to you because of that. There's no greater feeling in the world to know your players have your back. So what he's saying, right? Is that the, the Cardinals media and the national media, where I was asking Cardinals players, Hey, is coach Arians coming back? What's the story? And they're all like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming back. Or that's his decision. You know, he had already told them he was retiring, but it wasn't time to let it known publicly. So his players knowing that their coach is gone, like they can burn that bridge to be quite honest. Like Larry Fitzgerald has no, no reason to keep Bruce Arians secret as long as he wants him to keep it other than I respect this man and he asked us to do this. So I'm going to do it. And they did it. They all did it to a, to a man, none of them on that entire roster, entire staff 
let that secret out. Trust, loyalty, and respect. That's what Bruce Arians is going to bring to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, kind of like what JPP alluded to, hopefully he and Jason are going to find players who want to uh, operate and thrive off of those three characteristics and, and values, and they're going to move forward. And, and, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, speaking of finding those players, and, and this is a, a I, I kind of teased you before we started recording this that I found a juicy little nugget. Um, you know, one of the things that that Arizona was so good at doing under Bruce Arians was those big plays. And, and of course, the Buccaneers have big playability. And and when they were struggling with those explosive plays, as as former head coach Dirk Cutter liked to call it, they went out and they got Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. Well. Deshaun Jackson didn't really work out. The chemistry wasn't there with Jameis. But one guy that had a ton of success with those explosive plays just so happens to be a free agent heading into the 2019 season. And that, of course, is one of my personal favorites. And now I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. The pride of Pittsburgh, Kansas, Mr. John Brown. That's mm-hmm. right. We could see the reunion of John Brown under Bruce Arians to bring back that deep threat that Deshaun didn't pan out to be. And let me tell you this, he's going to be a whole heck of a lot cheaper than Deshaun Jackson was. But man, if John Brown can join the Bucks, not only that, but then I know a lot of Bucks fans remember you know, this this past offseason when Arizona cut ties with Tyron Matthew and Bucks fans were clamoring. They wanted that safety. They wanted Tyron Matthew to come join the Bucks. Well, Tyron Matthew, now after being eliminated by the Indianapolis Colts in the playoffs, is going to be a free agent. And one of the things that Tyron Matthew said was how much respect and how much he loves Bruce Arians, because the first conversation that he had with him face to face, man to man, after he was drafted by the Cardinals following being kicked out of LSU, was Bruce Arians sat him down in his office and told Tyron Matthew about the time that he was kicked out of high school. And Tyron Matthew said that he had so much respect for that man because he sat down and he showed him his scars. He said, Look, I've been in your shoes. You can bounce back from this. We believe in you. We trust in you. You just have to get your job done. You can't be stupid about this anymore. And what happened? Tyron Matthew became one of the best safeties in the NFL. Would not surprise me in the least if Tyron Matthew, despite how well Justin Evans and Jordan Whitehead have have started to evolve and, and how well they played, if you have a shot at Tyron Matthew, putting him back in Todd Bowles' system, that could be a killer for the back end of this defense. Yeah, I, I like both those names. John Brown, um, yeah, I mean, he's – I think – I, I want to say he's longer than Deshaun Jackson is, right? So – Yeah, I believe so. I mean, the height the height difference isn't isn't that big, you know, I'm sure. But when I look at Deshaun Jackson, I look at Jameis Winston. Every time Jameis Winston tried to hit Deshaun Jackson deep, it honestly just – I got to the point where I was like, Jameis Winston is trying so hard to get that ball out in front of Deshaun Jackson – that mm-hmm. he's throwing it way too far. And then he would overcompensate and try to put so much touch on the ball that he would underthrow it, right? And again, Deshaun Jackson is not a guy who's going to lay out. He's not a guy that's going to go up, climb the ladder, fight a defensive back for a ball. He's just not. John Brown is. I've seen him do it. Um, he's not doing it much in Baltimore this year, but in all fairness to him, uh, there's not a lot of receivers I could do that with, with Lamar Jackson playing quarterback and Joe Flacco 
uh, there in the beginning of the season. You know, no, right. No I mean, when, guys, when Flacco, when Flacco was starting, John Brown was tearing it up. Yeah. But 715 yards in the regular season for the, for the Baltimore Ravens with Joe Flacco, uh, uh, slash Lamar Jackson, right? Would you take Lamar? I mean, Lamar, I think Lamar's got a bright future, very electric quarterback. Would you take Flacco, Lamar, or Jameis Winston at this point? Jameis. I would take Jameis. Would you take Carson Palmer or Jameis? Right now, today? Yeah. Well, I mean, in Carson Palmer <laughs> in Arizona or Jameis right now? Oh, you know, that's that's a tougher question. Than it might be, be a push, right? And, and that's, and that's I, 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 and yeah, we'll, we'll call it a push. Yeah, I, I would call it a push, right? Would you take Larry Fitzgerald with Bruce Arians or Mike Evans? See, now that's that's where it's going to get interesting because here's the thing. Bruce Arians moved Larry Fitzgerald. He made Larry change positions. Uh-huh. And Larry bought in. Yeah, and, and when he did, and Larry moved from an outside receiver to the slot receiver, he put up like career best numbers. Like he was incredible. Bruce Arians likes to run his best receiver from the slot. And I can't see Mike Evans being that guy. I, I don't see Mike's game translating to the slot position the way Larry Fitzgerald's did. Nope. Um, but it's an interesting thing to think about. I could see Chris Godwin doing yes, that. I, so that's exactly where I was going with that. Boom, there that it is. That is who's going to fill that role. I be- Way too early speculation, right? Oh, but yeah. I believe Chris Godwin can fill that Larry Fitzgerald role 100%. for Bruce Arians offense. But here's the thing, and no disrespect to John Brown or, or Michael Floyd or anybody else, Larry Fitzgerald never had a Mike Evans attracting defenses when they were playing mm. in Arizona. He never had an OJ Anquan? Howard. No, Anquan and Mike Evans not they're not on the same level. They're but they're not still, Anquan level. Anquan took some attention away. Some, let's, but let's not what Mike honest. Evans is going to do. No, I, I like Anquan. Way. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of Anquan Bolden, but he is not. I don't think he he's he's not on Mike Evans level. At least he wasn't no, in Arizona. Right, I'll give you that. Times. I'll give you that. But where was it going? Larry Fitzgerald didn't have an OJ Howard. True. OJ's had some in- injury issues, right? Hopefully those can get solved. I'd really hate to see OJ Howard go down the line of of so many other talents that we've seen in the past. Where if they didn't get hurt so much, he'd be, he'd have had a much better career than he has. But Larry Fitzgerald never had an OJ Howard. Now, what the Buccaneers don't have that Larry Fitzgerald did have is a David Johnson or a Chris Johnson, right? So there's some parallels, there's some differences, but I think pound for pound, if you had to take the Arizona Cardinals offensive set or the Buccaneers offensive set in 2013 when Coach Arians first started with Arizona or this year with Tampa, which one would you take? Tampa's. I would take Tampa's, but I think it's a good poll question. I think that's something that needs to get solved by the voters. Um, and I'd love to hear some voicemails about that, actually, because I think, I think it's a close debate. You know, um, I don't think it's a clear cut winner, but I would take Tampa. I mean, I would take Jameis Win- and it's not even so much Jameis Winston over Carson Palmer because Carson Palmer has achieved more in a, in a collective than James Winston has so far. Granted, we're, we're looking at totalities of careers here, right? And that's not really fair for James Winston right now in his career, but it's more what coach Arians has done with quarterbacks in the past that given Jameis Winston's skill set and the, the raw attributes that he's presented already. I like the thought of what Coach Arians can do. And like you said, and we'll get in this conversation later if, if we have to, and hopefully we never have to get there. But if we do, th- you know, this is it. Like if Coach Arians can't make James Winston uh, or can't help get James Winston in the postseason, then, uh, you know, I don't know who is. Um, 
But yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm just really excited to see what this offense is going to do. Obviously, we have to see how the, the staff is going to flesh out. I agree. I think Brinson, I think Coach Buckner is going to come back. I don't think any other coach is going to come back, but I think Coach Buckner will be back. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll tell you what, hot tip for our listeners, go ahead and, and place your $20 bet now on the Buccaneers to make the playoffs in 2019 because the odds that they're going to have this early on, you're going to get a huge payout. And, of course, you can do so with our friends at my bookie. The NFL playoffs are here, and it is time to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives and friends sit around watching the games. No, no, not this year, not with Super Bowl 53 on the horizon. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And if you want to make money during bull season, you got to go to my bookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out yourself. Join now and my bookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll for bowl season. Use promo code locked on when you deposit to activate the offer. That's promo code locked on L O C K E D O N at my bookie. You play, you win. And you get paid. David, I'll bet you could go on my bookie and bet on whether or not Todd Bowles becomes the defensive coordinator. Now, my question to you, uh, as I'm as we're we're coming up on time, so I don't want this to last too much longer. Who do you think they go after for offensive coordinator? Any any early on thoughts about this? Mm, I don't know. We'll just leave it at that. All right. Yeah, because I have no idea right now. Um, you know who else is a free agent? Uh Adam Humphreys. Yes, unfortunately. But you know who else is a free agent? Not Patrick Peterson. Larry Fitzgerald. What? No way. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Oh his, his, his contract extension with Arizona was through 2018. Now, Fitzgerald has said that he wants to like he's he wants to be a Cardinal his entire career. He doesn't yes, want to he doesn't want to leave Arizona. And I, I applaud him for that. But I don't know, man. I mean, if there if there was an opportunity for Larry Legend to leave Arizona. I think it would be Bruce Arians, and I don't know how much money he would want. You know what I mean? Larry's a good guy, but he still has to make he still has to make a living. Um, I don't think he would take that minimum, but I think he made like eleven million this year with Arizona. I don't think he would demand eleven. Uh, maybe they get him on like a seven million Brent Grimes special. Uh, I don't know, but I may, maybe Larry Fitzgerald can come fill that slot role for Bruce Arians in Tampa. Uh, I don't know. That's that's just yeah. That's I'm going to give that a less than one percent chance of yeah, happening because I do think Larry wants to play his entire career in Arizona. And let's face it, Larry Fitzgerald is the only active Hall of Famer in NFL history because that man should be inducted at halftime of his final game because he is just incredible, an absolutely that. incredible receiver and an incredible person. I I love everything about Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what, though? Um, so I wrote about this on Bucks Nation, right? And you're talking about John Brown. Uh, just kind of made me think of it. You know who I'd like to see the Buccaneers take a flyer on? I'm going to write this later on in the offseason. Everybody doesn't think I'm crazy, but you know who I'd like to see the Buccaneers take a flyer on this offseason? Because it'd be really cheap, but if it turned out to work really well, it would be an amazing move. And he kind of fits what Bruce Arians likes to do on offense if he can stay healthy. Mm. I'll give you a hint. Le'Veon Bell? He plays in Chicago. 
currently. Tariq Cohen? Saying that he plays in Chicago is is a stretch. He's on the Chicago Bears roster currently. I got nothing. Evan White. No. Listen, listen. No. Listen. No, listen. you lost me at listen. Kevin. At Kevin. <laughs> listen, Kevin White, he's taller. Are these six three, I want to say? He's fast. He's still fast. Even with his injuries, he's still fast. Uh, he's hungry, right? Because he, he really hasn't done crap in his career yet. And he's coming off a season where he actually finished the year with no injuries. He has zero injuries this year. Now, he didn't get a whole lot of playing time this year either. But the fact that he made it through a full year, his body had made it through a full year with no injuries, is pretty substantial. The price tag that he's going to carry is nothing, right? Uh Barely over minimum, if that. You might even get him for the minimum. He's a free and clear free agent. They're, they're not going to tag him. They're not going to put any type of, of uh, restriction on him. The, the Bears just aren't going to do it. Uh, but the kid's got some – I mean, he's got some athleticism. He, he's got some raw, natural talent. His problem has never been his hands. His problem has been, in part, health. And I think this year, honestly – I just I think the the coaching staff that came in this year in Chicago really just was like, hey, you're that guy that used to be a first round draft pick. Go over there, go sit down in color. And until they really needed a wide receiver, they never really brought him off the shelf. You know, no no knock against the coaching staff, but again, looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, looking at Coach Arians, I mean, you're talking about a first round draft pick who could potentially turn into a role player for you, and really kind of help uh, round out your entire wide receiver group. I mean, Mike Evans. Chris Godwin, Adam Humphreys, uh, and, and Kevin White. I'm not saying he would be your four, right? But just among the group, uh, you bring him in for cheap. If he doesn't pan out, he doesn't pan out. You re- you didn't lose anything. You're not giving up draft picks. But what you're getting, it's like playing the lottery, right? You're not giving up a whole lot for that opportunity to hit it big. If you don't hit it big, whatever, move on with your life. It's really not that big of a deal. But the opportunity to to really hit something uh, that happens to fit the uh, the offense that Coach Arians likes to run. Uh, Something to look for. He's going to get a shot somewhere. Kevin White is. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I will respond to that with my world famous Randy Jackson impression. It's a no from me, dog. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's just totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, David, I think that's going to do it for uh, for this episode. We're we're up against the clock, and and uh, well, to to be quite honest, my computer is about to die. Um, so make sure you're sending us your reactions to the hiring of Bruce Arians. You can do so by calling 813-444-5841. Who knows? David, maybe we're going to come up with some sort of giveaway. Uh, we're going to give away a, a Kangol hat or something. I don't know, but get excited, Bucks fans. Send us your reactions to um, to the hiring of Bruce Arians. Make sure you're checking out all the coverage over at BucksNation.com and make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DH82 underscore Bucks. It's a new day in Tampa Bay. Get excited, guys. Bruce Arians is here to right the ship. Thank you all so much for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks. You're